So they they uh, called us in to turn it around, which we did. We turned it around, mm-hmm. got it profitable. They ended up selling it to Stuart Title. Mm-hmm. And um, in that process, the owners of the real estate company, who also owned the rest the the escrow company, yeah. said, "Hey, you guys did a pretty good job with that. How did you figure out how to do the, yeah. the hiring piece of it? Could you could you do that for agents?" Huh. And then uh, they said, "Well, maybe, but you know, how about you fund it?" Yeah. And they did. There are times where you have to put your head down and do a job where you are simply not a good fit. But it makes a world of difference to work in a role that lines up with the talents and interests that you've been given. On today's episode, I talked to Ben Hess of Third Pool Recruiting. He talks about why he is passionate about connecting people with jobs that fit them well, and what it is about Third Pool that makes it uniquely effective in serving everyone involved. Welcome to Work is Good, a podcast where we aim to help people enjoy and excel at their work. We do this by having conversations about the beliefs, qualities, and habits that make that possible. We also start every episode with a brief housing market update and a mortgage question of the week. My name is Landon Buto with Cleveland Street Mortgage, and I host this show with my dad, Chris Buto, the owner and president at CSM. Please enjoy this week's episode. Well, Ben, we'll start with just kind of an overall uh, overview of what Third Pool is, what do you guys do, and what's your role in the company right now. Okay. Uh, Third Pool uh, Recruiting uh, is, a, is a recruiting company. Uh, we focus on uh, recruiting for the real estate industry. And, uh, and then uh, to even drive it into a little bit more of a niche, uh, we focus on the, the new agent side of, of uh, real estate recruiting. So, so there are um, you know, a number of uh, hundreds of thousands of real estate uh, or agents, who people who get into the real estate agent, into yeah. the real estate uh, each year. Uh, and so those uh, those people are coming in. They're going to um, anywhere from eighty to one hundred thousand different brokers across the country, and so those uh, brokers are competing for those folks. And some of them uh, are less uh, effective, at, and then others at actually getting their fair share of the new people that are right. getting into the business. And so we help them with that. Okay. And are you mostly just getting them kind of in the door and connecting them with brokerages, or are you? Doing some of the screening as well. So we do this. We do the sourcing. So we actually uh, we get you know in a figurative sense somebody to raise their hand out in the community right. and say, "Hey, I'm interested in being a real estate agent." Okay. Uh, and then uh, we we um, handle everything from that advertising to get them to do that to to the applicant tracking system that brings them into that that uh, place where they can actually you know a hiring manager on the other side can see yeah. them. Uh, has all their contact information. We do some selection assessment, assessment so give us see yeah. if they're a good fit or not. And then, um, and then, yeah, we do a, a little bit of a screening as well uh, okay. on a contract basis. So, is there is there much out there in terms of uh, are there a lot of people who provide a similar service, like in that unique niche to you guys? Obviously, there's there's hiring companies, hiring firms, right? In that niche, is there a lot of a lot of similar um, companies out there? Not a lot. Uh, there's some. There's some companies that uh, have done this. So, you know, a lot of the our biggest competitor is always the in-house. Hey, I'll do it myself. Right. Uh, and yeah. uh, so that's that's our biggest competitor. Yeah, I mean, if you're only hiring, if you're if you're a smaller firm, you're only hiring a couple couple agents a year, bringing on a couple agents a right. year. It seems like it'd be hard to tell. I don't know what your like packaging is, where where the pricing level is. But most of our clients are bigger brokerages. Yeah. So they're okay. ones. Uh, it is a subscription-based service. Okay. So they're they're paying to for us to provide them a certain number of uh, uh, prospects, um, recruiting prospects right. um, on a monthly basis. 
So, uh, so usually the smaller companies, um, sometimes, uh, you know, single office if they're larger or yeah. even large teams now will yeah. buy our service, but it's common for them to use it for three months and then turn it off yeah, for three yeah, months, yeah. use it again for three months. So it's an on and off sort of thing. Okay. Makes mm-hmm. sense. So, and I know that there are similar similar related companies that that you work in that similar industry how do those tie in what what are that what what else do you have going on you personally in terms of Mm -hmm. of work so so uh um the the company uh is the the third pool company is focused on new new agent recruiting so the people from have never been in real estate they're going to go get a license. They're going to do this for the first time. Okay. So, so we have a sister company uh, next to that that handles what, what are commonly called experienced agents. So these are people. Um, there's about two million real estate agents in the in the U.S. right now. That's crazy. Uh, and how does that relate to, to past years? Where, where are we at right now compared to the last couple of years? Compared to the last ten years? Um, I think in the last ten years. Uh, um, I think it was. I think in the last downturn, it might have been down to eight hundred thousand, something wow. like that. So, uh, so it's grown quite a bit in the yeah. last the last ten years. But it was yeah. higher before that too, before the last downturn. Oh, really? So, okay. You know, it was, so like two thousand eight. I think it was one point six million, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I may have those numbers wrong. It's been a while, but there's you know there's definitely a, a ebb and flow of people yeah. in and out of this industry. Um, but with these experienced agents, uh, you know, there's a. Um, you know, real estate's kind of structured just because of the commission, the way the commissions work and everything. That You know, about 10% of the the top agents do most of the business. Okay. And you have 90% that are gradated down beyond that. So, yeah. so there's always that middle kind of um, the next. So the top 10% are very difficult to dislodge. Yeah, sure. You know, um, they usually have pretty good deals. So and, individual agents. Top ten percent do most of business. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, wow. in, in the yeah. real estate industry. Yeah. And then, but then, the, then uh, you know, the bottom fifty percent generally don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's that middle gr- group there that uh, from the from the ninety down to the fifty mm-hmm. that um, you know you start doing a few transactions. Uh, um, you other companies start noticing what's going on, mm-hmm. so then they'll try to uh, one company will try to take the you know recruit that agent away right. to their their company. So we call that experienced agent. Yeah. The, the agent's not new. It had, yeah, they yeah, have some yeah. experience. So they're, they have some experience. Um, so it's so, still recruiting, a recruiting service. So it is. Um, so w- in that world of swapping agents between brokerages, uh, the way this, the industry works in essence, uh, most of the time those experienced agents want to talk to the broker they're going to be working with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's usually the first level right. manager. Right. Uh, and so they want to talk to them. Well, the, so in the real estate industry, that first level manager often has the responsibility of doing recruiting mm. for the office. Mm. So uh, that's one of their main jobs. Yeah. Um, and honestly, they're not very good at it. Yeah. Uh, and they don't like to do it. Yeah, because they're agents. They're they sometimes they're agents. Sometimes yeah. they still sell. Uh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. they just manage. But regardless, either either one, they don't like that work. Okay. They don't know how to do it. Yeah. Uh, and. Um, Usually something that kind of gets pushed to the bottom of their task list right. every day. But it's something they need done well. They do. If yeah. they don't grow, they die. Yeah. So what we do, uh, the second company is called Coworker. Uh, yeah. We will come alongside those managers and we provide coaching programs, um, both individual gro- uh, coaching programs that, and group coaching programs that uh, equip them to basically do that kind of recruiting better. Yeah. 
So, kind of last last question to get the overall picture. Where, what's your attention? Is it is, it, is everything kind of all together, or is it mostly third pool and some co-recruit, or what does that look mm -hmm. like in your mind? Well, uh, it kind of leads into the um, the a different part of the business, which is a, there's an umbrella brand. Okay. But over top of all of this called Recruiting Insight. Okay. So that's how we interact with the the, the real estate public. is under an, Recruiting Insight. Insight. So there's a, a you know, we, we um, write a pretty well-read blog uh, that's read every day. We do we do a, some connections of video. We, we, uh, we do a lot of media sort of stuff with Recruiting Insight to engage um, that first level manager, the owners, the... Um, so at the management level and above, yeah. uh, these people that would interact with the Recruiting Insight because mm -hmm. they need to recruit. Yeah. Uh, everyone needs to recruit. So yeah. from there, after you, underneath the umbrella brand, then there's Different there's services. third pool and co-recruit depending on which one you have a need for. Okay. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Great. So um, let's go go backwards a little bit. How how did you get into the industry? How did is, Did you start third pool? Where did this all start for you? Yeah, Third Pool's uh, been around for about 18 years now. So, uh, so uh, yeah, I, I started it um, with the uh, with the help of a uh, um, couple other guys at different stages. Uh, I was the early, early process. One of one of my business partners, who's still a partner in the business, um, was uh, was helping uh, helping me um, at, in a turnaround consulting business. Hmm. That I was working on back in 2003, 2004, at that time frame, one of the uh, one of the projects we were working on was an escrow company uh, okay. over in West Seattle. So, so uh, can you fill fill any listeners in real quick? What's escrow? Escrow is um, when you buy a house uh, and you um, you're exchanging money, right? So you're exchanging money from somebody that owns the house to somebody that's going to buy the house. So there's a company that's in between those two mm -hmm. that uh, kind of keeps track of the money. Perfect. You know, so that, uh, you know, everything goes like it's supposed to. Yeah. So, so it's important that, you know, there's often... So you're kind of in that, in that industry, really re related work there. Not re well, I wasn't. We were doing other stuff. We were doing um, other turnarounds too. Uh, but this one in particular was in, it was an escrow company. Okay. And it was connected to a, um, a prudential brokerage. Okay. Uh, what happened was this prudential brokerage um, went uh, went from two offices to um, eleven offices over about a two-year period by acquisition. Wow. And in okay. the process, they blew up their escrow company because they yeah. couldn't handle the volume. Yeah. So they they uh, called us in to turn it around, which we did. We turned it around, mm. got it profitable. They ended up selling it to Stuart Title. Mm. And um, in that process, the owners of the real estate company. Who also owned the rest the the escrow company? Yeah. Said, hey, you guys did a pretty good job with that. How did you figure out how to do the, yeah. the hiring piece of it? Could you could you do that for agents? Huh. And then uh, they said, well, maybe, but you know, how about you fund it? Yeah. And they did. They yeah. they put they put a couple hundred thousand dollars into oh. it at the time. We worked with their managers. We did interviews. Uh, you know, we were actually sourcing uh, candidates. We were doing the interviews. Yeah. We were, so we so just for their company. Just for their company, okay. just to learn the process. Okay. Uh, and then uh, we had some good success uh, pretty early. Um, this is back when Prudential, it was called Prudential at the time, right? Yeah. That, that was later um, converted to Berkshire Hathaway or sold, okay. sold to Berkshire Hathaway. 
So yeah, the Berkshire Hathaway Home Services uh, brand used yeah. to be Prudential. Uh, and so uh, before that, um, you know, we, we uh, ended up picking up a, a big franchise, Prudential franchise in Portland, and then one in California, and then one in Philadelphia, and then kind of rolled it across the country. Yeah. So what, I'm curious now, what was that? Were you just, was that turnaround just hiring new, new employees at the escrow office or? No, it was, was, it, was it was complete business process. Yeah. So there was, um, you know. You uh, came and redid everything. Basically redid yeah. everything. Yeah. Hired a new general manager, hired new closers, uh, new escrow assistants, put in a new process of how they were going to do it. Mm. Um, and then they did need to hire. They mm. didn't have enough people. So okay. then we, we hired some really high performers. Yeah. And it worked pretty well. Nice. Yeah. That's great. So then how does that then become third pool? So um, uh, at the time, the car, the company was actually called Tidemark. Uh, Your and, company? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one. And so uh, we rebranded in 2015 mm-hmm. uh, to, to third pool recruiting. And um, it just, it was a more descriptive of really what we're working on. Yeah. Um, so. Um, Why third pool? Because uh, um, it was a really, it, it was around the marketing that we we're doing for the company. But uh, um, if you look at a big brokerage, you know, somebody like Windermere or John Scott, those yeah. type of companies. So they, because they have a really strong brand and a long history in a community, mm-hmm. they, they will by nature attract some new agents. Mm. If you just go to real estate school and you're like, oh, who should I work for? You know, right. if you're in the Seattle market, for example, you'd think, oh, I'd probably go, you know, interview with John Scott or yeah. Windermere or Cobo Banker Bain or something. Okay. So, so the big brands typically pick up some of those agents, yeah. right? That, so they, that, that's one uh, pool okay. of candidates. Uh, the second pool is our experienced agents. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then our focus was on the third pool. Let's reach deeper in the pipeline. Okay. Let's reach out to some places that you wouldn't normally get agents and get them involved yeah. early yeah. before your competitors get a hold of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, and what so, they do. So where is that deep in the pipeline? I, where, are you, where are you, what, what's suggesting that someone could be, they're not an agent at all? At the point you're reaching, out um, some or? some some are, so, or then no, no, very few. But usually, it's about uh, if if we were to source a hundred prospects uh, for a company, typically um, anywhere from ten to thirty percent would either okay. either have licenses yeah. or they would be in the process of getting a license. Yeah. So, what makes them a good candidate for you guys? Well, um, first of all, just interest. Them raising their hand and saying, "Hey, I, I, I see it an ad on uh, in a job board or a career site or a social network." And I think, you know, hey, have you thought about getting into real estate? Um, yeah, the, you know, I want to think about that. Okay. So um, think about getting a license, that kind of thing. So so we can we can engage them at that point yeah. and say, um, and a lot of them, they don't even know what's involved. Right. They think, right, right. Oh, I want to yeah. be, you know, I, I watch HGTV, yep. I see a yeah. Chip and Joanna over there, you know. I, go check out houses. Uh, yeah, I want to go, that's not like school. So, yeah. so when, they, when they answer one of the, our clients' ads, the recruiting coordinator on the other part, you know, is at the other end is is already saying, hey, you know, where are you at in the process? So, oh, you understand, you know, getting a real estate license is like getting a driver's license. You can't, yeah. can't uh, you know, drive a car unless you, you have a driver's license. Yeah. You can't be a nurse if you have a nursing license. You can't be a real estate agent if you don't have a, li- you know, yeah. you don't have a, um, a license. So. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Any major changes over the course of the years in terms of where you started, where you are now, significant growth along the way, or 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the industry has changed a lot um, in, in some senses. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. there's been a huge, uh, um, I'd say since 2010, um, a pretty large growth of, of uh, both single office brokerages, that, you know, franchises that have been very, very successful hmm. that sell single office. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. um, you know, you have a lot in Seattle, but that, a company like Next Home. Hmm. Yeah, you know, next home you, you know, you've never heard of, but yeah. you know they have 450 franchises, single office franchises across the country. Uh, Are they under different names? The the actual offices? No, nope. okay. all okay. next home. Huh? Uh, something, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, Realty One Group is another one. Mm-hmm. You know, big HomeSmart. Uh, yeah. You know those. You know these these. There's been a lot of success of these mm-hmm. these com- these new models. Yeah. But then the other huge growth is Teams. Real estate teams are uh, oh, um, yeah. are just uh, pretty significant now. Mm-hmm. So that was not there when we started. Just kind of one man deal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, were, we were generally working with big brokerages. Yeah. Uh, now we work with single office brokerages, teams, okay. uh, and, and a lot of different things. Okay. Yeah. Great. Great. Well, looking at just kind of what you guys do specifically, how you do what you do. Um, I mean, you guys have had. Uh, a lot of experience, 18 years here, of kind of fine fine tuning your craft, and I'm sure that's that's still going. But what would you say is something that that sets Third Pool apart? Uh, what what are uh, is it your values or regular practices that you have? What's something that sets Third Pool apart? Um, I, I think it's process. I, I think uh, um, you know the the. Especially a new agent, new agent recruiting is a very long hiring cycle. You know, when someone figuratively raises their hand and says, "Hey, right. I want to be a real estate agent," well, it, yeah. could, it it could take them a month, you know, three months, six months, yeah, nine months, could, could be a couple of years yeah. uh, before they actually. So there's a it's a it's a big game of creating a very large funnel, uh, and then being able to keep people active in that funnel over time. Yeah. So we've built systems around that uh, that are supported inside of our software environment that allows us to stay in connection with these people over time. Mm-hmm. And, and um, what? So, get in the details a little bit. What were those conversations? To you know, you you start with that big idea and you realize that mm-hmm. like okay, this is a long process. We got to figure out a way to keep people in this funnel. What were the details of those conversations? How do you go about doing that? Did you hire a, a software developer? or What mm-hmm. What was the way to find you in that process? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, well, initially, the the actual um, you know research that we did with the original companies were were super helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, it, when we actually went and said, "Hey, I want to go source candidates now. I want to screen candidates now. I want to interview candidates now. I want to place them in offices." So it was almost a had a little bit of a staffing company sort of feel to it. Yeah. Um, but it was being funded by, you know, most real estate companies can't handle that kind of expense. Right. So uh, so we could learn the process because of some of our sponsors initially. Mm-hmm. Um, but then from there, um, it's just uh, we're we're big believers in just reiterating the process. Yeah. Um, you know, just keep keep uh, measuring. Uh, where, where there's an efficiency. So, and then we have KPIs that are associated with things like, um, you know, uh, c- candidate quality, mm. um, you know, candidate volume, uh, time to hire. You know, the whole recruiting process has a number of different metrics in it that we can continually, you know, tweak yeah. uh, back and forth. Yeah, and do you, do you 
kind of document those and then make those regular part of training with anyone on staff or how does that become part of your system? It becomes part of our system typically through the software. Okay. So, so we have a, um, you know, in the industry, in the recruiting industry, be called an applicant tracking piece mm-hmm. of software. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a business process yeah. piece of software. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, enter, enter here at right. point A, and yeah. then, you know, you could be a number of different places inside of this software, you know, in this process mm-hmm. before you come out on the other end as an agent. So it's a lot of, were those like long conversations for you guys on the front, you know, let's let's figure this out, how we want to, we, we have this this problem that we want to address mm-hmm. and let's tackle it for, you know, is, is that like a week, month-long conversation and then, oh, this is the right piece of software? What was that process of coming to the conclusion that you did of how to address that need? Which, which software to use? Well, um, we... Um you know, as far as how, how to figure it out, yeah, there was a lot of, you know, it, it usually comes from the client. Hey, I, I want this. I need this. Yeah. This is like what you guys are doing, but you're missing this piece. Mm-hmm. Um, or we're not getting these results. Yeah. And we think, it, here we think is why. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's a lot of collaboration with the client. Um, mm-hmm. we, we're big believers that, you know, we we don't uh, we don't know the answer. The client knows the answer, or there's data that tells us the answer. Mm-hmm. And one of the, one of the comments I got early in this process was, is you know you've, you've never ran a real estate company, you've never hired a real estate agent, yeah. and you're going to teach us about recruiting. Yeah, yeah, I am because, because I'm, I'm going to study the process more yeah. than you'll ever study the process, mm-hmm. and I'm going to document it. You know, I'm going to get into it to the level that you never will because I'm just going to focus on it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be better because of that. Mm-hmm. So that was the process. Yeah. Software, we built it. Yeah, we, we okay. built we built the software okay. from the from the beginning. There's been internal employees, or did you hire some of both? Um, we have one of the partners. One of the business partners was a Develop. retired Microsoft okay. guy um, who uh, who did a lot of work on it. He hired um, you know some contractors to do that. There's yeah. been two major two major iterations. Uh, the original software uh, was a phenomenal uh, development. Mm-hmm. Uh, accomplishment in my yeah. opinion and it lasted um it lasted 15 years wow. uh, yeah we were iterating it all the time changing it and everything but the core pieces of it the core what was there mm-hmm. was built once and lasted 15 years um now and then three years ago we we started to develop the replacement for that okay. platform well, this uh, is pretty and, recent uh yeah mm-hmm. and it's uh and it's just we're just um, bringing our last clients off the old platform onto the new platform right now, yeah. th- this month actually. So by the end of this year, we won't have anybody left on the old platform. Oh. Uh, it'll be all on the new platform. Yeah. And is there a, a noticeable kind of improvement and, and change to the new new platform? Um, yes and no. Uh, Similar. You know, you know, recruiting people don't like changes they, yep. they like process so yeah. so one of the if we get any complaints that's on the other end it's like oh i like the old system yeah i like the way it used to work why are yeah. you changing this uh you know it was great before now now i don't yeah. like it so yeah. I, I get a lot more of those yep. complaints than i get the uh you know hey did you why didn't you make something better yeah. but one of the core pieces uh of technology that happened in that 18 year period mm-hmm. in particularly really happened in probably the last five or six years mm-hmm is the primary form of communication with a candidate went from telephone to text. Right. 
So we pretty much, probably 90% of our communication with our prospects now is via text message. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just what people want to, we've always used email, of course, but, but uh, text message. And so the platform, the new platform is built around this paradigm of texting yeah. and, and messaging. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. Well, I'm going to leave you with, with one um, kind of individual personal question. Hmm? And about the way you approach work, um, what what makes you excited about what you do, uh, what your role specifically, and then and then your company in general? What makes you excited about about uh, Third Pool and what you do here? Yeah. Um, so uh, I I've always uh, before Third Pool uh, worked for big organizations, uh, and so I always wanted to wanted to start a business and, mm -hmm. and run a business so there was definitely that that aspect to it yeah. um which which we've been able to do and and uh so in it's, some it, what's neat to me is the, the innovation too it's you know it's it's neat to start something new and especially when there, there's some innovation involved there i think that's really neat yeah yeah and that, that's that was interesting yeah. uh and i and it was fun to, to develop that and to, to use it and everything it was a bit of a lifestyle business uh, and what i mean by that is is uh uh you know we wanted something i personally wanted something that i could integrate with my family life and and have it work uh, mm -hmm. so you know i live less less than two miles from the office uh, you know um, there's a lot of aspects to running a business like this that allow me to to do some of the other things i want to do in my in my life and not um, not just you know focus on it you can you know. step away a little bit yeah sometimes step away or sometimes just make it flexible yeah you know i can yeah. uh, i don't have to fit inside this structure yeah. that, that's bigger um but probably the bigger and underlying thing about the actual core piece of what we do and, and what's really makes it interesting to me mm -hmm. is the is the belief really that you know uh work is is super important to people mm. so you know uh, the people need to be working uh, in the right job yeah and, and it really does help their life and so just from a you know from a spiritual perspective I believe people are created to for certain purposes yeah. and as much as we can help align that uh, so you know will we ever change the 90 10 uh, you know of <laughs> ratio and we'll say I, I don't know yeah. but but uh, the reality is those 10 percent that are actually producing at a high level and, and you know they're obviously wired to do this work mm -hmm. and it's cool yeah. to see it's a it's a it's a cool to see yeah, you're that, supporting them in that. yeah, yeah. Um, and we can get more people to, to align to do the work or get people to say hey you know I know you want to do this but this probably isn't a great fit for you, and you're right. not going to be happy yeah. doing this. Yeah. So, um, so I, I just I get a lot of personal satisfaction from helping people find the work they were meant to do, yeah. and, and then to flourish in that, uh, flourish in that work. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks, Ben. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure being here today. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Work Is Good. If you enjoyed it, share it, leave a review, and listen next week.